Hey, what is up? This is Todd, and I want to talk with you in this episode about the single most important element that you need to know about that kills conversion. Discover how video can help you achieve your sales and marketing goals. It all starts right here in Todd Hartley's Video Marketing Mastery. Yo, yo. All right. This is an interesting topic. One of the areas that I started in my Tony Robbins speech, Tony said, dude, please do me a favor. Start with the digital trends and the sales psychology of a remote buyer. That's where my speech started. And so if you understand the digital trends and the psychology of somebody who's making a buying experience online remotely, if you can master that, your business will be unstoppable. And once you do that, you realize that there's this hidden force that goes on inside the buying experience and it can be summed up in one word and really three letters. Let's start off with the three letters. F-K-C. F-K-C. What could F-K-C be? F-K-C. 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 Let me give you a hint. F-K-C is not anger towards Colonel Sanders. No, it's not. And the solution to F-K-C is really simple. Remember the missing letter here in FKC. It's what? It's you, right? The solution to FKC is you. So what is F? Friction. What is K? Kills. And C? Conversion. Friction kills conversion. And what is friction? Friction's the psychological resistance. It's really irritation that you feel for completing an online task. And when you feel it, it's like a hurdle that you've got to go over or an irritation or they're asking for too much. Friction can actually be a thousand different things. And in this episode, I want to talk about what friction is. I want you to become aware of it. But when I say I want you to be aware of it, I want you to be sensitive to it. Not in a cultural term where people are sensitive and pissed off about damn right everything. I want you to be sensitive like You're aware of it so you can remove it. That's what you are. FKC, you are the solution to friction killing conversion. Because if you're aware of friction, when you feel the irritation, the psychological resistance, when you go online and you're asked to complete a task, if you're aware of it as a user, you can pick that up like a blueprint, and then apply it down onto your site and go through your site with fresh eyes, eyes that have never been on your site before, which is like clearing the the cache out of your brain's hard drive so you can go on to your website for the very first time and start to experience it as a newbie. And where you get irritated is what you remove. If you're asked to do something, if you're asking a customer to do something, you're going through that and you start to feel the psychological irresistance, psychological resistance or the irritation for completing that test, then you will know. Joining me is Wirebuzz's VP of Strategy. Whoa, just gave you a title increase. Hey, man. What is up? <laughs> Jordan Harrell, Wirebuzz Senior Strategist is with me, dude. What's up? Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. I love that song, and I'm back with Todd in the booth. What's up, dude? Nice to have you here. Now, Jordan, I'm going to give a couple of real obvious examples of friction, and I know you're going to do it too. Hey, by the way, friction in a personal life is pushback. It's uh, somebody that's playing games. 
it is somebody who isn't giving straight answers, you feel friction, right? We've all felt that. We, we get uncomfortable around certain people. And then there's other people that just kind of go with life's flow. On a website, you want to go with the flow. In fact, you want to make your audience, your visitor, go with your flow. But really what you really need to do, understand their expectations, map that out so your site goes with their flow. It's all about them, right? Like the website's not about you. It's about your customers, right? So let me give a couple examples. Oh, this is good. You ever go to a website and they just got a beautiful background video and it's on their homepage and it's auto-playing? I don't mean one with audio, but I mean it's like a background video and there's some text over it and every like two to three seconds that video changes to something else and you're watching it and it's beautiful and you're like kind of seeing the scene that the company's playing out, but bam, if you like thought about it, you wouldn't know what really that company is, what they do, how they serve people. Why? Because the text is above the background video and the background video is so damn captivating that it attention hacks you every two seconds when the video changes because the human eye is drawn towards motion. Whenever that video moves, you watch the video. It's too captivating. And then what happens? You have no idea what that company does because your brain can't stop and focus on the words because the background video is so damn powerful. That's an example. Background videos in most cases, I don't like. And in another case, how about when you have a slider or a carousel image on a homepage where they're showing you all the different departments, all the different services, and every three seconds, that image slides in again, disrupts your ability to read. Look, in most situations, image carousels, sliders, and video backgrounds do a disservice to the business. Why? Because they disrupt the decision-making process. And as a business owner, as a business leader, you need to be sensitive to the friction that you're creating in your audience, your visitor's mind, and you need to make your site easy for them to flow through it. If you want information on sliders or background images or video background images, wirebuzz.com forward slash sliders is where we've already done our research, pulled together from the top conversion scientists in El Mundo. And you can go down that rabbit hole at wirebuzz.com forward slash sliders. Now, let me give you another example. And Jordan, I know you like this example. I know this is one of those examples that in our strategy meeting, by the way, we're on the strategy team. So when we're out mapping client projects, often we will get to this spot right here. This spot is about, you know, marketing automation software company named Marketo did an A-B test on the forms, the form fields on a website. Form field, to give you an example, is like the boxes where you fill out first name and then the next one's like name, last name and then after that is work email and then after that's like work phone and then company and they're all red dotted. The mandatory, you got to fill it out. And then after company is job function and there's a drop down for like a thousand different types of jobs and you're trying to find your weird title that you negotiated over six months with your boss and it's not in there. And then there's 
Then after job function, there's number of employees. And it's like 1 to 11, 1 to 10, 11 to 50. And then, you know, you're doing that. And then there's the CRM system on some companies or industry. And you're going through and you're like, we're a hybrid. We're not marketing. We're it's And that's like nine fields. Marketo did a test. And in this A-B test, they discovered that with the nine fields, the cost per somebody to fill out, like if you paid for ads and you dropped them here on this landing page and you needed to fill out that form, that it would cost almost $42 per acquisition of data, okay, per conversion. But what if you removed that? What if you did seven fields instead of nine? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, we need this information. Like, all this information is important to us. What are we going to get rid of? Let's get rid of the least important ones. And so a company debates it out. Five people are in a room debating out why we need seven fields, not nine. The cost per form field fill out goes from $42 to $35 when you just remove two of those boxes. Well, what are those boxes? That's friction. That's irritation. That is the psychological irritation or resistance to completing an online action. But wait, what happens if you go from nine fields to five fields? What is the cost per acquisition? Nine fields, remember, is $42. If you go down to five fields, the cost per acquisition decreases almost $10 per lead down to $31, okay? So that what are the five fields? This one's like first name, last name, work email, company, and job function. And then inside the Wirebuzz strategy team, we already know this. We're like, we're like detectives for friction, right? So to us, we think five fields. Wow, five fields brings it down. What are the two most important fields we need? And then we start to really beat up on each other and debate it out. Jordan's laughing because he knows. Because I'm probably the, you know I'm the biggest jerk on this topic, oh, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a big jerk on this. I'm like... On my site, you guys, I don't need five fields. I need higher conversion. In fact, all I really need is like first name and work email address. If I get first name and work email address, I can reverse engineer it. I can go to LinkedIn and find out who they are. And we could decrease our cost per acquisition. But on top of that, on top of that, we can ask for that additional information later on. You know, so we're always having this conversation. And that is a really important way for you to be thinking about friction. The shortest form performs significantly better than the long form. I mean, it makes sense. So why are people using long forms? Because there's been a long running tradition for the website to be about the business and to meet the business needs when the reality is the website, if you want to kill friction and increase conversion, should all be about your customers' needs, and you should decrease the psychological resistance and irritation created by friction. Jordan, give me a couple of other examples where friction plays out for businesses. Oh, man. Some of the biggest ones that come to mind for me are too much text on a website. Man, I hate when I go to a website, and there's so much text that I feel like I'm reading a book. 
and so much text that I actually decide not to read it and I go find another solution. That's the psychological resistance or irritation you're feeling on completing that task, right? Is reading. Oh, that feels too hard. Too much mental calories I'm going to burn, right? Okay, give me another one. That's a great one. Another one is lack of video. You can keep people's attention. You can keep them on your website by having a video as the first thing that pops up on your website. And that's because people don't want to read. Like I just said, I would bounce from a website if it was filled with text. If there's a beautiful video that's going to walk me through your solution, I'm going to stay. I'm going to kick it, lean back in my chair and watch that video. And next thing you know, I'm digesting all of your content. Sometimes I'm like, I come onto a website. I have, I'm the same thing. We're both... Highly educated people. We come from smart families. It's not like, you know, we do very technical things throughout our day. It's not like we have a resistance to learning. But if given the option to learn, make learning easier, we'll always take the easy button, click the easy button. I come up on a website and I see that button and I like push it and I'm like, entertain me, monkey. You know, just transfer the knowledge and I'm going to sit here and show and tell me and I'll get it all in my head and it'll happen so much faster than you forcing me to read through the website and try to figure it out. And when people read, they don't really read. In fact, if you study their eyeballs, which I do because I'm a nerd and I've gone through the studies where you take glasses and they put them onto people and they study where their eyes are going and match it up to the screen what their what their eyes are really doing is not reading they're doing something that i call skim skip bounce they skim a couple words they don't even complete a full sentence they skim like five words then they skip down the page they skim another four or five six words then they try to reconcile the a full sentence between the two places they skimmed that are in different paragraphs that aren't related that don't make sense then they feel the psychological resistance, the irritation. And they get to the bottom of the page and they start getting frustrated because they've skim skipped. And then what do they do? They bounce. So if you ask your prospects to burn mental calories, you're going to lose in this world. Jordan, give me another example of friction. To touch on that actual video friction concept a little bit further, actually, uh, we actually have not given anyone a video and say, here, go place it on your website. We have moved away from that model because we know if we leave it up to our clients, they're going to bury that video and their designers are going to say, hey, well, we have a beautiful site and that video doesn't fit on our site. So we're going to go ahead and tuck it in this back corner somewhere. That is friction. So if you have a video, make sure you have it at the top of the site because like Todd said, if someone's going to skim, skip, and bounce and your video is at the bottom of your website, they, may need, they might not even get to that point where they can click on the video. So make sure it's at the top. That's one of my personal friction things is most companies have the wrong people laying out their page. They have a graphic designer lay out the page. The person who can visually make it look pleasing lays out the page, not the person that understands the strategy or what needs to come first or how you deliver the most amount of information with the least amount of energy. If you have a video at the top, the reason scientifically this is smart is people are four times more likely to watch that video than to read text. The knowledge transfer will happen in an accelerated rate. But the graphic designer is in love with his images. He doesn't understand the video data from audiences and how it transfers into freakishly higher 
uh, uh, purchase rates. So they bury it. And not only do they bury it, but they don't put a big play button in a loud color that says, click on me, let me entertain you. Instead, they blend the play button in with the rest of it so it doesn't scream out because they are, you quote me on this, friggin' idiots, okay? Because it's all about your customer's needs. Instead, most businesses make it all about the design desires of the graphic designer, and that's how you create friction, not just from your customers, but also from your sales team because they're not able to sell. Give me another example of friction. Another example is not addressing competitors' solutions. This is a friction point because if everyone is going online to research a solution and you're not talking about your competitors, they're going to get through your solution and say, hmm, well, this is good, but what else is out there? And they're going to bounce from your site and start researching competitors. And now, if your competitor has a really good site that does the same thing, has video content to educate them fast on their solution... Now, you know, it's a 50-50 shot and you're leaving that up to chance because you didn't talk about their limiting factors or beliefs that uh, your competitors have that makes your, their product inferior. Yep. Oh, I love that one. That one's like all damn day long. I see that one. What about having a website that's not mobily friendly in a world where 60% or more in almost every industry are on mobile devices first? Most websites are 60% or more visitors that are coming on mobile device. What about a desktop version only in a mobile first world? Isn't that friction? That's a lot of friction. And I actually have not too much to say on that. If you aren't optimizing your site to be mobile friendly, come on, guys. It's 2021. Let's get there. People are on their phones. 5G is out there. Everything can be done from a handheld device. Make sure you're designing your site to be mobile-friendly first, and then start worrying about your desktop uh, experience. All right, cool. Now, um, how about book a demo? Book a demo is friction, right? Because I think you're asking them to do something and then sit around on their ass and wait for the company to get back to them. That's friction, isn't it? Book a demo to me feels like they're withholding information. I feel like someone's not telling me something. There's a gotcha coming up after I book that demo. If you want to retain or if you want to create more conversions, change that book a demo to watch a demo and record your solution. Have someone narrate it, telling or talking about all the frequently asked questions that your sales team gets and put that in the demo because when someone comes to a site to look at a solution, they want to digest as much information as possible. And if you're not allowing them to have that on-demand experience and you're forcing them to book a call that might be at a time that might not work for them, you're creating friction. Yeah. There are literally thousands of examples of friction. And as I'm going through the conversation of friction, I'm getting irritated. <laughs> like I'm feeling it because I'm sensitive to the topic. If you want to crush your quota, if you want to increase your MQLs to SQLs, if you want to accelerate revenue in your business, start by becoming very sensitive to friction. Understand what the irritation is that you feel when you go onto other people's websites. Pick that up. Look at your website and start to remove those friction elements. Jordan, do you have another friction example in your back pocket? I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Okay, 
look, in the interest of me not getting zits, because the more friction that I bring up, the more zits I get. And I want to just try to decrease that. But you could recognize another example of friction. We could literally spend, we could literally spend a day doing this. Another example would be customer journey pages or product pages that are all about the product that start at the product that aren't about the customer and their needs. Serious friction. We just did an episode on that topic. You should go listen to it. It's about why, you know, what to what to expect when you're creating an on-demand experience. I like to call that the one-size-fits-all marketing approach. You're going to be as general as possible about your solution so that it works for everybody who comes to your site. And that is a low success tactic today. If you want to convert at a high rate, make sure you have pages designed for your customers and those individual personas because you get to speak to them in a more relevant manner. And that's what's going to hold their attention and drive them to consume all of your content and then look into purchasing your process or your product or taking the next step of your process. Dude, not, not having a chat, a live chat functionality friction. Like, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, <laughs> uh, I'm doing something that's very shishi, and um, and I'm going. You know, I'm going to Cabo to uh, next week to work with I was some. Not invited. Yes, clearly, <laughs> uh, I'm doing some work in Cabo with uh, about 15 New York Times bestselling authors and uh, a very select group, and I'm. I always come whenever I'm invited someplace. I come with gifts. Like, that's how I do it. I was raised by my grandma. I get it. You come and you uh, contribute, even if you're a guest. And so I'm ordering a case of some of my favorite wine being shipped to the place where the event is. It's actually going to be in somebody's house uh, on the beach in Cabo. And I went on to the, my, favorite, my favorite wine company's website and filled out all the the case that I want. It's a mixed case. And then, sure enough, they don't ship to Mexico. So then I find out that they've got a Mexico website. So I go to the Mexico website, and now everything is written exclusively in Spanish, and there's no translate button. And that right there is friction. So I email the winery, and the winery says, oh, you've got to actually go through the Mexican site in order to order for Mexico. So I go to the Mexico site and their emails keep bouncing. So I got to go back to the original. It's all friction. If you go through your user experience, no matter how bougie your, you know, your clientele is, you still have to make sure that you manage the friction because I was that close to saying, even though this is my favorite winery, I'm, I'm piecing out on them and I'm going to go to my second favorite winery and have that wine sent. You, lo- you lose money every time you make people jump through hurdles. So if you confuse, you lose. If you irritate, you lose. And your business should be aware of friction because you should be doing significantly more winning in your career. Speaking of winning, Jordan, where can people learn how to sell remotely in this world so they could be able to transition people from their website or meetings and do it in a way that creates an effortless on-demand buying experience. 
Because I hate friction so much, I've provided 20 minutes of free video content, dropping some of my favorite tips on how to convert customers in today's remote selling world. You can get all that information at wirebuzz.com forward slash Jordan. That's J-O-R-D-A-N. Boom. It is just that easy. We're rooting for you. Thanks for being there for us in the audience. We've got some cool podcast episodes still to come and some big news that we're going to be breaking coming up in, oh, I would say I'll be allowed to say it in a couple of weeks. So stay with us. Amazing things are happening. Oh, by the way, right now I am working wherever you are in the world. I am working on doing an event in India. Had a call about that today and in Israel and uh, more on that as this podcast series progresses. Peace.